And because of that, there is a hymn. The, the title of the hymn is Thanks to God. Because the Lord is our shepherd. And mercy and uh, loving kindness will follow us all the days of our lives. So, my brothers and sisters, let us sing this hymn together, number 713. Thanks to God for my Redeemer. Thanks to God for Thou hast provided. Thanks for times now but memory. Thanks for Jesus by my side. Thank the Lord because He always is in our side. We thank you for the grace that none can measure. We thank you for love beyond compare. How we thank you and worship the Lord. Because you are our shepherd. And a loving kindness will follow us all the day of our lives. And we thank you for everything, Lord. Because we have so such a wonderful Father. We commit this time in your precious hands. 
我们把这段时间交托在你的手中。And we really do ask you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. To open our hearts. To enlarge our vision. And make each one of us. A real follower of the Lamb. Oh Lord, we thank once again, Lord. Breathe upon your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's turn to Genesis. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, Here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burn offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Now let us especially pay attention uh, to the phrase, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Now the word love here is the first time appear in the whole Bible. Never before. If you look for the first time the word love mentioned, that is in Genesis 22, verse 2. And this love is put between a father and his son. This is love within a family. Now let's turn to chapter 24. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her. Now this is the second time in the whole Bible the word love being mentioned. This love between a husband and his wife. 
Again, this is the love within a family. I think these are the verses just for the moment. I think you know very well now uh, this Sunday and the following one should be a special one. Because we will concentrate on a very important theme which is the family. Now I like to describe my two uh, messages into just one thing. So I will call it a normal Christian family life. I think you are familiar with a very important book, Normal Christian Life. And also another one, Normal Christian Church Life. Now these two Sundays we'll talk about normal Christian family life. Why normal Christian life? Because today we do not live a normal Christian life. Our Christian life is not normal. Now why we talk about Christian normal? Why we talk about normal Christian church life? Again, our church life is not normal. So we need to remind it what kind of life is normal Christian church life. So the same thing, what is a normal Christian family life? Now that's we will be occupied in these two Sundays. Now when we mention normal Christian family life, now, we must be very honest before the Lord. Probably, if we look around, many of our family life are not normal. Many families are broken families. Many families are problem families. You not only have a problem husband, you probably also have a problem wife. And sometimes problem children. So how can we live a normal Christian family life? Of course, we have only two sessions, very short. But hopefully, by these two sessions, we should be able to go back to the fundamentals of normal Christian family life. So we will come to the ABC of normal Christian family life. Now we already talk about love in the Bible. Now if you don't want if you want to define a term in the Bible. For example, the word come. How do you understand the word come? If you go to dictionary, of course you know how to define it. But we want a definition of the Holy Spirit. How the, how the whole Bible 
interpret the word come. So then when you go to the Bible, and when the word first time come, come to the ark. So when we say come, we always come to the source of life. So when you study the Bible, if you look for the first appearance of a certain term, so you should be able to define that term. Especially for someone who write book well. If he is a very good writer, if he comes to the term which which uh, uh, first time appeared in this book, probably never used that term before. He assumed the reader never heard of that term before. So if he is a very thoughtful writer, so definitely when that term first time appeared, he will explain that term. The same thing. This is called the law of first mention. So when you study the Bible, if you do not want to do not know certain terms, so go back to the source. And you try to find out now when that term has been mentioned. So the same thing with this word love. Now, if we really want to define the love, people today we do not know what is love. People give us many definitions. Now I know uh, when uh, I know uh, a story when some people uh, get get into the dining hall. In a student union. So at the entrance, there is a sign there. Tell you what is love. Love means you eat everything, you eat all. That's love. Now, today many people give us many different definitions of love. We go back to the Bible. And then if we want to know what is the meaning of love, Let's concentrate on the first mention and second mention. Now the first mention is the law between Abraham and Isaac. And Isaac, not only the son of Abraham, he was also the only son. Only begotten son. And the Bible says, Whom you love. Everybody knows how deeply Abraham loved his son. Because he got his son when he was very old. He went through so many troubles, so many suffering. Finally, he reached his son. Now, especially, definitely, he loved his son so much. Now, God wants to test his love. No love deeper than that love. Now, brothers, then the Lord said, now you, you, uh, then the Lord wanted him to offer his son Isaac. This only a test. This is a test to the depth of the love of Abraham. 
God know that love it was so deep. God know that that love was so genuine. But then God want to put him to test. Now, your son, your only son whom you love. And finally, God said, offered on the altar. Of course, that's never the will of God. This is only a testing. So finally, when Abraham really offered son Isaac, God knows. Actually, God didn't want Isaac. God, all what God, all God wants is Abraham. Brothers sisters, one thousand Isaac, two thousand ox, God is able to supply. So there's no argument, there's no quarrel between God and Abraham about his son Isaac, no. If Abraham really offered his son Isaac, now you know that love toward God is deeper than the deepest love in the mankind. So, brothers and sisters, here you find a love in a family. How do you define a family? Father is a source of the family. Father is a source of love. As the loving one, he is the fountain of life. As the living one, he is the fountain of love. So in a family, you find two elements. On the one hand, you find the fountain of love. Because of that love, so a life has been imparted. That's Isaac. Now you have a father and son. But not only life, here you also love. Now, brother sister, is this only an earthly family? No. You discover why this love is most important love. Because actually, the love between uh, between Abraham and Isaac is nothing but a shadow. It's not real. It's only a shadow. There is a real picture in the universe. Behind the earthly family. There is a family in the heaven. That's why when Paul defined God, you see, especially in Ephesians of in in the letter to the Ephesians. Now, uh, now you don't have to read it. Let me just remind you quickly. Uh, for example, he said he he said, grace and peace to you from God. Our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. And not only that, He's a praise to the God. And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Christ. Brothers and sisters, our Lord Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of our Heavenly Father. So when you read the story of Abraham and Isaac, actually you are reading the true story which happened in heaven. And Abraham typified the father. Isaac typified Christ. Now Abraham is the father of Isaac. And God is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So brothers, today our family is only the copy of heavenly family. Brothers and sisters, you are father, you are mother. Remember what you are doing. You are representing the heavenly father. You bring your children to the fountain of life. Because you parents impart your life to your children. For one reason, you will bring them to the fountain of love. That's the meaning of a family. These are two basic ingredients, two basic elements of a family. Life and love. Now, brothers and sisters, now when you come to the family, you are supposed to come to the fountainhead of love. You are supposed to come to the fountainhead of life. You say, we don't have that. Yes, you are to lead your children to that real fountainhead. Now, this is normal Christian family. Now, what is normal Christian family? It's a family which is modeled according to the family in the universe. So my brothers and sisters, do you know the problem today? How we misrepresent that family in the universe? How we misrepresent Heavenly Father? How we misrepresent Christ? So brothers and sisters, one day when we come to when we come before the throne of great, when we come to the judgment seat, on the one hand, we will be judged according to our own individual behavior. As a husband, you live your life. As a wife, live your own life. As a father, you live as a father. As a children, you live as children. Of course, brothers. One day when we are in the judgment seat, we will be judged whether we are really a husband according to God's will. Whether we are we are wives according to God's will. Whether we are a father according to God's will. When we provoke our children to wrath, we misrepresent our Heavenly Father. 
我们就没有好好代表我们的父神。So brothers, when you're facing a broken family, when you're facing a problem family, Actually, how can we live a normal Christian family? How normal is normal? There is a standard. Brothers and sisters, we are only but copies. We are only imitations. But remember, brothers, there is a genuine, wonderful, happy family. So unless we see the unless we see the God's will to all our families, we will never live a normal Christian family. So my brothers and sisters, now important thing is God is the author of our families. He not only author. He's not only creator. He also set up a model. He also set up a standard. So let's we begin our study or begin our fellowship from this word love here. So we But that's only first time. How about second time? When second time the word love be mentioned. Isaac, Isaac love Rebecca. Husband love her his wife. So you see, brother sister. What can put the whole family together? What can unite the family members together? Life and love. Without life, there is no such a fellowship, no such a relationship. When parents impart their life, when they are not selfish, every mother after giving the child after the child birth, they always say no, no, that's the last time, no more, no more. But brothers, because of love, now again, second and a third children. Because of that love. Even the mother knows that that love almost cost almost her life. 
即使母母亲知道这个，就算是这个爱，好像摆上他们自己的生命。That pain was so terrible, almost close to hell. 他们所受的痛是相当的痛苦，几乎摆上他们的生命。But because of the love, 因为这个爱的缘故 ，again the mother imparted her life. 但是他的母亲愿意把这生命给出来。So because of the light, that's why you have a relationship. 因为有这个生命，所以你有关系。You see, brother, sister. 所以是否看见 ？But don't forget. 但是不要忘记。And that life and that love actually just one thing. 这个生命和这个爱都是一样的，是一件事情。So that's why, brother, sister. Then how can you maintain that love? 那你怎么样能够维持这个爱呢 ？On the one hand, 一方面来说 ，father and son. That's a family. This is a family. But on the other hand, husband and wife, 丈夫和妻子 And on one hand, Abraham and Isaac. 一方面来说有亚伯拉罕和以撒 And other hand, Isaac and Rebecca. 一方面来说以撒和利百加 Now, brother. 那亲亲爱的弟兄 Now, when you study the life of Isaac and Rebecca, 当我们读以撒和利百加的生生平的时候 If you know that love story, 你知道他们爱的这个故事 When Rebecca. When Rebecca met that that servant of Abraham, when Rebecca 遇见啊亚伯拉罕的这个仆人 ，and she only listened to the testimony of the servant. 她只听这仆人的见证。But later, when they asked her, "Are you going?" 但是之后问她说，你愿否愿不愿意 ？Why don't you stay for another ten days? 你为什么不再留下十天呢 ？So the answer of Rebecca is, 那利百加的答案呢是 ，I go. 我去。Why he said I go? He never saw the bridegroom. He never saw this、uh, this 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 young man. But why is it I go? He never saw the bridegroom. He never saw this young man. 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 He is the heir of the family. So, brothers, Rebecca never saw Isaac. So, Rebecca never saw Isaac. He loved him. He loved him. Now, how do you explain that? Because behind that story, that tells you another story of the family in the universe. Do you see that? In that family, now not only God is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, but the God said, "It is no good for man to be alone." 男人独一个人，那人独居不好。For that reason, he was seeking a bride for his son. 他就为了他的儿子寻找一个新娘。So he so so he sent his servant. 所以他就差派他的他的这个仆人。The Holy Spirit, 圣灵。So brothers, sisters. 亲爱的姐妹们。Now today we today remember the church definitely is the bride of Christ. 那我们知道教会。Now, brothers, he loved church. He gave himself for her. He loved church. He So today, in this great and terrible wilderness, so in this great and terrible wilderness, we are riding on the camel. We are going to meet our bridegroom. 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 We are going to meet
Remember the first encounter between Isaac and Rebecca. Think about it. More than 1,000 miles of traveling on camel. If you really have that experience, you should know. We just try two hours, should be enough. We have been in, we have been in, uh, in wilderness. Now we have been in, uh, in Sinai. From rafting going to, uh, going, uh, raft going to Sinai. Hundred of us take up camels. Oh, in the beginning was so hard, so, so, uh, so, uh, so excited. But after two or three hours. Now you say no, no, never again. That's only twenty kilometers. But now it's only one thousand kilometers. Going through wilderness. And she didn't see Isaac. Why she suffered so much before their first encounter? How do you explain that word love? Now, brothers, now you understand. That family actually is patterned according to the family. So, the love relationship between husband and wife is supposed to tell the wonderful relationship between Christ and His Church. How Christ loved His Church. He gave himself for her. She gave up her life. The father imparting the light to the son. The husband also imparting his life to the wife. But in a different way. Not, not by biological way. By denying I remember when I stayed in one brother's home. I tell you, brother, I never know what does that mean, Christ loved the church. When I see that brother, did everything for his wife. Now, brother, I know that's love. Now, this family has no children. But here, not only love, he also life. Now, the family not only imparting love, also imparting life. So, thank little brothers. Now you can see that. Now, our family is consequence. Our family is not the source. Remember, if we want to know how to live a normal Christian family, we have to go back to the beginning. the Lord, brothers. When you come to the beginning, now you know why we have a family like today. Now why we, we want to Get into that family. So some people suggest marriage is like a war. Those from outside try every way to squeeze in. And many people inside try every way to squeeze out. <laughs> Unfortunately, for Christian only in cannot out, cannot be out. So that's why young people, you have to keep your eyes open. 
所以年轻人，你们要将你的眼睛放亮。This one way, this never two ways. 你这是单向的，你这不是双向。So that's why before you get married, the Lord give you the wisdom. 所以在你结婚之前，神赐给你这个智慧。So your eyes have to be widely open. 所以你的眼睛就要放得很。But after you get married, 在结婚之后 ，the Lord give you the cross. 他就给你十字架。Then you have to keep your eyes closed. 你就要将眼睛闭起来。You see, if you always keep your open, then you're in trouble. 如果你眼睛还是放得很明亮的话，你就有问题。Today, young people make the thing just are just the other side, the other way. Before they get married, they close their eyes. But they see the charming prince. They don't forget about everything. Everything is fine. But brothers and sisters, when you invite your charming prince to your family, it's not easy to live with a charming prince. He has a wonderful face. But you cannot see his face all the time. Now in the family, not always. Beholding the beauty of the charming prince. That you not in the family, always looking at this beautiful face. Much more than that. This is far beyond. So now you know many people try to squeeze out. So you know many people try to squeeze out. Now, my brothers and sisters, remember. Now, if you know the reason why we are here for, if you know the reason why we are here for. It is by your mercy and grace. You enter into the family. Before you get married, you should be trained in the hand of God. Many people never be trained by the Lord to be husband. So when they get into the family, they are not ready yet. And many wives never get married yet. And many parents never get ready yet. So you see, brothers and sisters, for Christian family, you know this is a very serious thing. So we need the grace of the Lord to teach us. Let's go back to the Bible. Now I know today there are many theories. People like to pass all the theories. Especially if you go to bookstores. Many wonderful books. Written by these wonderful authors. Sometimes, you know, if you read their book, you think, oh, their family must be wonderful. I don't want to see, I don't want to just read what, what they have read, no. I want to see what happened with that family. There's wonderful Christian singing. In the early time, we know that there was a very famous Christian singer. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. Wonderful song. That he sang this song is he touched me. And she also a wonderful marriage counselor. That she also a wonderful marriage counselor. She is able to tell everybody how to do husband, how to live a life like this. She is able to tell everybody how to do husband, how to live a life like this. If you read that book, you got help. But unfortunately, you cannot look at her life. But unfortunately, even a Christian, finally she got divorced. So my brother says, now these are very wonderful. These books are very wonderful. But remember, because we have been, we 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 are fallen. Because our mind is not always being renewed. So we always lost our balance. You see, when you come to the family, of course, two things are very important. First, love unite together. 
because we are all fell, we all have fallen. Authority also important. How do you teach your children? But you do not love to the point that she is able to do anything. No. Now if you love her and you give her all the freedom, so she is freedom to go everywhere. She is able to push his finger to to, to some electric plug. Oh, you love her. You let her do everything. So brothers, you have to let her develop develop herself. So if you think of a love, you want to give all the freedom to your children. You know very well. She is hundred percent sinner just as you are sinner. I still remember why my granddaughter. And she, one day she prayed a prayer. Uh, she she said, uh, Lord, I I I uh, she said, dear Lord Jesus, I would like to be like you. The lamb, not the lion. She confessed she is a liar. Always rolling, always rolling. So she knew that she was a sinner. So then she said, Lord, now I want to be like you. Uh, not like a lion, but like a lamb. Also, not like my parents, two lions. You see, from that prayer, you know the true story here. Now you know why we live an un- abnormal Christian family. Do think about it. Children are lions. Parents, all the lions. How do you describe that family? You see, my brothers and sisters, now you know where the problem you know the problem here. So now, brothers, if you know that we are sinners, of course your children need discipline. If you do not discipline now, one day the society will discipline them. One day you will, you will eat the bits of bitter fruit because you never discipline them when they are young. So brothers, which one is right? Love or authority? If you talk about authority, you talk about discipline. If you talk about love, then you talk about now you should let your children develop by himself or herself. So brother, we all have a theory. Every parent have a theory. How do they raise your children? Some, I sometimes listen to, to their theories. I laugh within myself. More than 6,000 years. How many parents, how many children? As if no one knows how to raise their children. Now here comes the wonderful expert. He just become a new father. He only so he know how to read. 
He went to our website. And he goes through all the books. All of a sudden become become what? Become experts. Now, what did I say? In myself. Just wait. You know, this father, just like that sister, know how to how to love your husband, finally get divorced. Brothers, sisters. For the children to grow up. It's not to deal with two two pieces of chests. If you two pieces of chest, you can put here and there. That's all. They have their will. They have their own life. So brothers, how you can bring them up? Brothers, sisters, love or authority? So brothers, now you have so many theories. But my our question is this. You can take your theory with you. I want to see twenty years later. What will happen? So brothers. Now the only sure way is this. Let's go back to the Bible. If we really know the what happened in the Bible. Then we should be able to to grasp the very important principles. So now we go back to the beginning. Let's come to the Genesis. Verse 24. Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, Creature and moving around the ground and wild animals, each accord to its kind. Now on the sixth day, we know that animals and animal life were created. Now mankind, human, also animal. But when we were created, something more here. When God created mankind, somehow He has a council. Somehow He has a conference within the Godhead. So in that meeting, God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So when God created human beings, we were created according to His image and His likeness. And verse 27, So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him then. Male and female, he created them. Now, brothers and sisters, in the 27, in the verse 26, it was a plant. Now, in 27, God really carried everything out according to that plan. Normally, we stop here. That's all. We were created according to God's image. I think we know it very well. But very interesting. Now, not only we were created according to God's image, now God blessed them. 
Now, brothers, God not only say, "Let there be light," not just like that. Not just let let there be human. No, God never do that. You know, God create Adam out of dust. So every after everything is done, so everything is done. Out of that blessing, when that blessing flowing out from him, you know something will happen. Something will happen to the mankind. Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Do you see that, brothers? No, normally when we talk about according to his created according to his image, we only think about individual. Yes, that's correct. But brothers and sisters, here God has much bigger picture. God not only have Adam in view, also Eve in view. That's only couple. That's only couple. Out of that couple. And when God blessed, now when He blessed, He is a source of life. So when He when He blessed, He imparted the, all the blessing in His life. So then, in uh, then in this family of Adam, in the beginning only Adam and Eve. And from there. Now fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Oh my brother, sister. Now you see what that what in this in this statement what is behind it. You see out of the love. Now the life is being imparted. And so fruitful and increase and fill the earth. Do you know how big is this earth? Today we know how big is this earth. Now even six billion people still not didn't still do not feel everywhere. But brothers, that life was so rich. Just like that love is so rich. Here is a wonderful demonstration. God not only created the universe, not only heavens and earth, God is also author of life. Now, do you know how rich is that life? How can you see the manifestation of that life? Thank God, brothers and sisters. Now, not only husband and wife, not only Adam and Eve, but brothers, when God blessed, and when that blessing overflowing through them, and not only Adam's family, also Seth family, also Enoch family, now brother, million upon millions family, from Adam, all the way to fill this whole earth, who is the author of our family. Every family begins with a couple. And not only that, and then children, 
Then the life pass on, passing on and passing on. Now, brothers and sisters, in this way, we human are being created according to His likeness and His image. Now you understand why Adam's family? How big is Adam's family? Today, when you see that the human being almost filled this whole earth, now you know the life of God is so rich. When He imparts that life to Adam and Eve, His own life is uncreated life. So he only gave the spark of that life to Adam and Eve. That's biological life. And so now you have the whole big family. This family we call Adam's family. We call earthly family. So brother, no matter what your last name, Chen or any or, or any names. We share the same last name. Adam. I'm sorry. Whether you like it or not, you belong to Adam. So remember, there is a whole huge Adam family on this earth. Why? That's God's desire. Do you see what I mean? Because when God created us and our family, He has a model. He created us according to His image and His likeness. What is that model? We in that only family in the universe. God, not only God. God is love. He is not only full of love. We can say God is love. Now, when God is full of love, now that love has to be departed. When your love, now when that love cannot be departed, cannot flow out, that should be the greatest pain in the universe. Now I remember a brother who has no son. And uh, but he's very wonderful brother. He also is a very good father. Whenever we go to him, when we talk to him, our problem is solved. He's, he's a man full of love. But there's a pain here. He cannot give his life, he cannot give his love to others. That's the most painful thing in the universe. So no wonder when you visit his home. He got lots of cats, lots of rabbits, and all many animals. Why his love is so great? He's supposed to give love to his children. But he has no children. So what can he do? Then of course he passes on all his love to the animals, others. That's instinct. But you see, all the love has instinct. When you love, you have to give. 
If you cannot give, now that that that's pain. That's pain. So, brother, sister, why many young people? Now, when they when when during the uh, when they were young, now you see sometimes they were rejected. Now why rejected? Now why that's a pain, brother? Because every man or woman be created God in God's image. God is love. So he put some spot in our in our in our life. So brothers and sisters, when we are young, we know how to love. We know how to love our parents. And when you getting when you getting older, now brothers and sisters, now you know that somehow within you there is a thing called love. Now brothers, that love is. Is from uh, that, that law. That love is from from very noble, noble source. That love nothing to do with sin. Only later sin enter into our love life. They interested it. So my brother said, if you really know the true story, original story of the universe, now we know one thing, original brother says, God is love. Now, because God is love, He had to pass His love to other people. Love is the object of love. So my brother says, Christ is the only object of our Heavenly Father. And our Lord Jesus was in the bosom of His Father. When Jesus was in the, His bosom of the Father, uh, He is the only begotten Son of God. So the light has been imparted. And how the light being imparted? Because his love, out of his blessings, and imparted life. So he imparted life to Christ from the very from the eternity. That, that's a mystery. That's why he's called the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So my brother sister, do you see that? Now isn't that all? No. It's not good for him to be alone. Why? Because the love of Christ also had to be imparted. So you see that? And not only that. So, so here from Christ, you have two ways here. On the one hand, you have to continue in the love of the Father. So that family ought to be expanded. So thank the Lord. For he died for us on the cross. After he had been risen, now according to the Bible, he is leading all many sons into glory. Formerly he was only begotten son. Now he passed on the life to you and me. Oh, my brother, sister, do you see that the family expand and expand? It's still a heavenly family. Not only the father, not only the son, not only only begotten son, he leads many sons into glory. So now we have a big family, huge family of God in this universe. 
在这个宇宙里面有一个神的家庭, Do you see that? So the continuation of the law of the Father. And now we are brought into the family. That's why God said, You are not supposed to eat the tree of good and knowledge and good and evil. God hated Adam. Only tree you can eat. Tree of life. Life is in him. When you eat that fruit, the life of Christ be imparted to you. Remember, if you don't eat the tree of life, you have an earthly family, no doubt. That family we have. But if you really eat the tree of life, if you let the life of Christ be passed on to you, so that life will bring us many sons into glory. So you see, brother, sister, finally, finally, not only earth, big, one big family on earth, also one big family in heaven. That's only part of the story. Another part of the story is not good for him to be alone. So, brother, sister, for that reason, now finally, now the, the God sent his servant. The Holy Spirit and really look for the bride for the bridegroom. So, brother, sisters, do you see that? When you see many sons, you see the father and his sons. That's part of the picture. Another part of the picture. Husband love their wife. Christ love the church. On the one hand, church is household of God. On the other hand, church is the bride of Christ. Is the, is the wife of the Lamb. So, my brother, do you see that? This, now, when you talk about father and son, that's part of the family. When you talk about husband and wife, also part of the family. So, my brother, this is a normal, this is a norm, this is a model. Do you see that? Why we were created in such a huge family? We are supposed to give a wonderful testimony. To tell the world now how that family look like. How do you say love? Love is so abstract. When unbeliever visit your home, they say, I see love. They did not climb up to heaven to see what is love. So, brother, sister, if you really see the original will of God, now you understand. When we create according to God's image, not only talk about us individuals, no. here we are told that out of His love, He wants to impart His life. So, when that spark of life on our human being. So then you see the biological life continue on and on and on. But the meaning of our family. Why we create according to his image? When people see us, people see the heaven. 
I tell you, brothers and sisters. Now, family is the only place on this earth. Will remind you of heaven. But why? But what happened? After seeing unto into you see, when God was conference with Adam. Now they, they now he said, Oh, that's your that's the woman you gave it to me. But in the beginning she became he became quiet. He said, This is my bone and bone and and bone of bones and the flesh of flesh. Do you see that? No, when you can when you can write that kind of poem, you will say this is the only woman in the universe. It was definitely was only one by that time. It's not exaggerating at all. But now, probably, when she entered into the world, then you see the harmony between husband and wife is gone. You see, you gave me that woman. Do you see that? Now, Normally, husband and wife. They, they are so they love each other. They always whisper to each other. When they are whispering, they always say something never will say to the public. That's love. Do you see that? But unfortunately, sometimes when you tell other people how difficult is your wife, and oh, how difficult is my husband? Oh, I don't agree with what my wife said. What does that mean? Why your family become abnormal? The sin enter into your family. When you don't see that harmony, you know what happened. You know why? Why that happened? So, brothers and sisters, very simple. We know the will of God. And not only that, when sin enter into the world, Cain became the first murderer. When you read your newspaper, you know murders everywhere, murderers everywhere. Can you imagine that murder is in your home? Now, brother, what have you done? As your parents, you work so hard to raise your kids up. Can you believe that? Now, that's a murderer. Oh, you see how the father's heart being torn apart. Now this is a broken family. Now remember, brother. Every time when you taste the bitterness of a broken family, don't blame others. Don't blame your husband. Don't blame your wife. You blame yourself. You blame we are sinners. When all the family members are all sinners. Do you expect a perfect family? So you see, brothers and sisters, now you understand why we are abnormal. Why our family are broken? Why we all problematic? We all have problems. So, brothers and sisters, you see that? Now, in the beginning, when Eve heard the word of God from your, from your seed, now, of course, uh, your seed will deal with the seed of, of snake. 
So the seed of woman, seed of woman, will deal with the seed of enemy. We are all the seed of man. Now only Jesus is a seed of woman. Thank the Lord. He was born on Mary. The Virgin Mary. So we know that he was the seed of he was the man. He was the seed of woman. So in another word, from that promise. The Savior will come out from your family. Now Eve did not understand that statement. So first time when he got the son, Cain. They give the name to Cain. Cain. Cain means gain. In other words, uh, in another word, uh, in another words, uh, uh, um, uh, um, Eve was very happy. As if he said, I got it, I got it. So, how do you describe, I got it, this phrase, so called him Cain. He, he must be our Savior. He must be the hope of the family. Every family when the child is born. Remember the hope of that family also born. When you bring your child from the hospital home, you not only see your child, you also see the 20 years from now. So, no wonder one day I got a phone call. A newly mother, they just got the baby. So, she discussed with me. She said, Brother, Please help me. When my son grow up, whether he should study Stanford or Harvard. <laughs> now, actually, I changed the name because that's happened in China and in, 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 in Taiwan. So you see, I was very impressed. He should worry more about diapers. Not about which school he's going. But remember, with every child, the spark of hope kindled. We are not good enough. We are poor. We are not rich enough. Hopefully, our kids will be great. Will be president. Wonderful lawyer. This and this. So, brothers, when we every time when we get our child, in effect, we always call them gay. Okay. We got it. Now this is saving our family. Will deliver us from poverty. All kinds of things. But brothers, later discover. Brothers, gradually, gradually, he was disappointed. So when he got the second child, the name is Abel. Able means a breath. The life is so short. After so many years, I thought that this is the hope of the family. The more I look at it, the more he's not the savior. You see why? Like father, like son. If the father is not a savior, definitely the son is not a savior. If the sinner, of course the son is not a sinner. 
How do you expect brothers and sisters? That's almost impossible. But brothers, he never thought. Not only he's not a savior. He is a murderer. That really breaks the heart of parents. Brothers and sisters, how many hope of the family being shattered just like that? So, my brothers and sisters, do you see how sin entered into the world? Into the world, and also into the family. But thank God, our salvation, not only to bring us back to the way of God, not only restore every one of us, thank the Lord, by the work of redemption, we are all saved. Now grace is going to restore every one of us. So remember, brothers, it depends on what kind of member in your family. All saints or all sinners. We are supposed to be saints. All liars or all lambs. Do you see that? You already know the answer. So if we really know the answer, one thing let us be humble. It is a sin that ruined your family and my family. We all have a wonderful ideal. But we know we all failed. So the way you will be recovered is the same way your family life will be restored. So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. If you really know we are all sinners, fathers, sometimes you have to come you have to confess your sin to your children. You have to tell them I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Remember, because you're always stubborn. You made a mistake. And someday you forgot. Your children always remember. And because of that, not only you set a good example, that bad example, next time, when he, if, when he fell, he found very good excuse. How can I do? My father just like that. My mother just like that. When they always listening and arguing and quarreling between husband, father and mother. Brother sister, how the children feel, brother sister. When they are quarreling, they never think that there is such an influence to their children. Oh, brother sister. Only the children, when they grow up, they will tell you. What kind of shock impression upon them? If they are of the Lord, you know they they definitely will turn to that. If again they fail in certain way, this become their excuses. So brothers sisters, remember, family is the only place on earth remind you of heaven. Somewhere very like heaven. When you go home, you relax. This is heaven. But don't forget, our family is also the only place on earth will remind you of hell.
So, brother, you know the story. You know what happened. So may the Lord be mercy to us. On the one hand, we need the blood of our Lord Jesus. On the other hand, we need the working of the cross to deal with us deeply. Brothers, only when husband is transformed, when wife is transformed, when parents transform, when children is transformed, that's heaven. So my brothers and sisters, before I conclude, let me have a last word here. Don't think that your children born into family must be saved. God only have sons, God do not have grandsons. You never pass on the faith to them, no. So when you raise them up, you have to give them all the opportunity for them to be saved. You cannot believe for them. But your environment will give them such impression whether they want the salvation or not. Remember, brothers and sisters, your children, you send your children go to hell just because you never confess your sin. You never you yourself. You think as a husband, parents, we have all the authority. That's wrong, wrong, wrong. We have to supply the best atmosphere. Atmosphere of love. Don't tell them too much advanced knowledge. Don't Important that the best language is love. And also tell them that we are sinner but saved by grace. Tell your children you are not better than they. You need the blood just like they need the blood. Soon or later, your children know that. My parents are not saints. They are sinner. That's why I also need to save you. By this way, your children will get saved. Do you see that, brother? Unfortunately, people have the wrong concept. Oh, if he is born into my family, he must be saved. No, that's not true. So who is responsible? Of course, we are responsible. Now our time is gone. So we can only stop here. If Lord willing, we will continue next And don't forget this whole series of activities concentrating on family. Now we don't think this time is enough for the Lord to speak. But at least this is a good beginning. Somehow the Lord awake us up. How important is our family? We talk about testimony. Can our testimony be the can our family be the testimony? So may the Lord really speak to us. So how about in a, in a, now let's just open our heart to the Lord. You just feel free to have a season of prayer.
teach us a new way, your way. Teach us how to love and teach us how to be the family member that you that you want us to be. Father, we pray that you you show us your way, not something the world teaches us, but you teach us. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Sister Fred, dear Lord, we want to thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you. Lord, that we were the one in darkness and you'll help us. And we pray that you would also help our children, that help us with our pride, for sometimes we do not see. But Lord, we pray that as we come to you, you may show us the way of love, for yours is a heavenly life in the family. Lord, help us that we would not be showing wrath, but rather your love towards our children and be a good testimony that represents your life in us. We just want to thank you for your word today. We pray this in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, we pray that you would teach us how to love, that we may love with all our hearts, mind, and strength. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, we confess it's uh, with joy. We confess that it's only by Your grace and Your mercy and Your life and Your love we indeed in ourselves are sinners yes. and we indeed are broken. Yes. And yet You are the one providing life. You're the one providing love. Yes. And if we put ourselves into Your hands, Your life can flow. Yes. Lord, do teach us and guide each one of us that we can see our role in our families yes. and depend completely on You as you guide us and teach us and, and quicken us to follow in, in your wonderful ways. Lord, we thank you for your love, your example, your models. In Jesus' name. Amen. help us to establish and to live a life that can bring a testimony for you as a person, as a family, and as a church. In Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord, that there is that perfect example. The perfect example of the love between Father and the Son, and the Son more for His bride. 
Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we truly can see that and truly that could be real in our lives, in our family, here on earth. Lord, may it all be unto your glory and teach us in these days ahead, Lord, practically the, word, the meaning of these words. In your name we pray.要怎么做儿女但主啊我们常常主啊我们把你代表错常常我们做错的事情但主啊求主赦免我们主啊让我们真的家能够成为你自己的见证主啊因为在地上的家能够代表你自己宇宙的那个家主啊让我们真能够说